Hey, what's up, guys? It's Joseph Crush here from the Wrestling Journal Podcast, and today I want to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush. Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, The Wrestling Journal Podcast. This is indeed The Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz, episode 119 of The Wrestling Journal Podcast. I know the voice sounds different. Because it is different. It is I, NJ3, hosting tonight because Joseph Crush is, uh, I guess, taking a vacation day? I don't know what we even call it. I these days. So, yeah. He's blown all his paternity takes leave. takes off That's whatever he sure. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Obviously. But it's okay because I'm not alone, as you guys can hear. I have the boys joining me. The uh, the one and only bad news, but good news. Tom Canale, how you doing this evening? Good news. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good news these days. And uh and that voice that is infamous. Um Nikki Noodles. How you doing, my That friend? is me, sir. That is I. I am just peachy. How are you, awesome. boys? Not too bad, man. It's Thursday night tradition, talking wrestling with the boys. We have the Field of Dreams wrestling. game on. Got some pre just sucks the two teams are playing it, but I know, oh, yeah, it's still, horrible. still pretty cool though. It is, it is still oh, pretty yeah. cool. And I did just hear, unfortunately, they're not going to be doing it in 2023, that they're going to be constructing a Little League or youth facility. So uh, take this one in. Mm. Take this one yeah. in. Hopefully they'll find a new the home. The way those teams are, I'm hoping Kevin Costner's on the mountain tonight. He should be starting. <laughs> Listen, you never know. You never know what's going to come out of those cornfields. Um, but listen, everybody, episode 119 of the Wrestling Journal podcast. Um, where can you find us on social media? You can find us on Twitter at WrestleBuzz with three Z's, on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at WrestleBuzz. Uh, you can download us anywhere where podcasts can be downloaded by searching the WrestleBuzz. I mean, excuse me, search, by searching the Wrestling Journal podcast, excuse me. Um, you can ask your smart speaker, hey, Alexa, play the ep- latest episode of the Wrestling Journal podcast, and she will. We have some sponsors. We got some bills to pay. Let's pay him. Nick's lights are off, so clearly he needs to get paid. Um, so one of the first sponsors, Nerd Focus. It's that energy think drink. It's that mind, body, and soul drink. It's what you need to get you through your days, your nights, your weekends, your weeks. Um, all we do is ask you to go to our social media in our link tree, in our bio. Use that link to access uh, Nerd Focus. You can um, order one pack. We, go out, we suggest you order two packs. If you order two packs, it's free shipping. And if you're at checkout, use the code ND20 at checkout, and you get 20% off your entire order every time. You never pay full. You never pay full price when you drink Nerd with us. Paper Champion, or should I call it Tommy Champion? 
Um, thepaperchampion.com. <laughs> it is fantasy wrestling done right. Our very own BNC. He is the universal paper champion, which, you know, Roman Reigns is the champ and Tommy's the champ. So I see them both as the head of the tables. They are the tribal chiefs. And uh, well, well done. But Tommy, I will say Joey is on your tail. Yes, he is. You have a good lead, right? You're yeah. up. You're up 35. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But listen, I mean, nothing that I love to see more than the uh, than the brothers going for it. I'm not going to talk about myself. I don't like Paper Champion. <laughs> it's not a good time. I don't think it's fantasy wrestling done right. But you know what? At least you know sometimes you know, even even the best need a year off, right? Even the best need a rebuilding. I'm just, I'm just rebuilding. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's how we're going to be. Um, and, uh, pro wrestling forward slash wrestle buzz, wear the shirt, buy the shirt, love the shirt. Um, Tommy is the 20% off still going on that 20% off that joint mentioned last week. I think it's over. I think, oh, you think it, it's I think over. It's, All right. So, you know what? Just hit up, hit up Joey for a partial refund. That yeah. works. <laughs> buy the shirt, send a Venmo request, ask him for 20% back. And, and there we go. See how it goes. I send a Venmo request all the time. He denies him, but I know he owes me money for something. Anyway, that's the sponsors. That's what we got. We got some wrestling. At least a, a big tab. <laughs> oh, my God. Big tab is oh, – forget about it. Uh, he would need uh, He would need to sign a multi, multi-million dollar deal with Triple H because, uh, yeah, one of those tabs. But uh, outside the ring, Tommy, I can't believe we are going to talk about this, but this actually might be good news because the man in charge – so Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. posted a, a rather lengthy tweet Instagram post. I'm not going to read the post because it'll take a little while. But for those who are very dialed in, um, just go to his Instagram or his Twitter. I believe it's on Twitter, but definitely on Instagram for sure. Or go to our Instagram on Res- at WrestleBuzz um, because you will see it right there and uh, you can read it. That same post was reposted by the one and only John Cena. Mm-hmm. John, he has a very interesting way of using social media, um, but he reposted it, and there are rumors. Um, I believe uh, – I forget the website. I think it's like Fight Select or, or something like that. Um, looks like they alluded to that there is a potential for Bray to potentially come back in some capacity. Tommy, this has got to be music to mm-hmm. ears. Is this real to you? How do you feel about hearing this? Is this just a tease? I mean, for the last year, you know, he's been, you know, dropping this, you know, these things, that thing, you know, stuff on Twitter. Then this finally comes out today or whenever it came out that, you know, with Triple H in charge now, hey, you know, things are hopefully different. And so far, they seem to be different. So, I mean, if this leads to them bringing them back, I mean, why the hell not? The guy was so, so good when he was with the, you know, the Wyatt family, then the whole Fiend persona. So, I mean, I can't see the harm in bringing him back. I mean. I mean, I think he was like the number one merchandise, you know, uh, guy that they had for the longest time. So, I mean, why not? But like you said, he's been doing this for a long time. And, you know, every every so often we get, you know, we get disappointed. So I'm hoping that this is real. And being that John Cena's reposting, I don't know if that made me because, you know, no one's bigger than, than John Cena, obviously, in WWE now. So, I mean, it's just like, I don't know, there's, there's a little hope there, you know, just – as Hawkeye said in an Endgame, don't give me hope, but you know you never know. So I mean, <laughs> it would be so good to see him back in some way. I mean, I don't know would it be right away, but just to have him back, it's be such a win for WWE. Right, right. And Nick, I want to get your perspective because you're the opposite side of the coin. 
Um, you, you like to intentionally bust chops, break dreams, take candy from babies. Um, you are that guy. I've actually seen you slap a baby before. I've actually seen it. There is survival of the fittest, my friend. You know that. You know the motto. I know. But uh, Nick, I know that obviously you have your opinion, so I definitely want to hear it. Um, it's uh, the sources fight fightful select, and they actually are a pretty credible source. So I definitely want to give a little bit of acknowledgement to that. Um, I mean, yeah, sure. again, there's a post, there's a retweet from Cena. Cena retweets a lot of stuff or reposts a lot of stuff. Yes, he does. In this new regime, is there a place for Bray Wyatt, and do you want to see him come back? Is there a place? There's always a place for a guy with, with the talent and capabilities of Bray Wyatt. There's no debate, no debating that whatsoever. Would I love to see him back? Absolutely. Bray is, listen, we, we, I, I'm one of the biggest trash talkers in the game. There's no question about it. But I'm a huge, huge Bray guy. I'm a respected talent. He's a, he's a literally a genius when it comes to his character and his development. Um, I could be, couldn't be more ecstatic for the possibility of him coming back. Um, I think it can happen, but I'm just, so many teases have happened and, and so many, uh, rumors have circulated throughout his uh, his tenure of being on the sidelines, and I just don't. I put it this way: I, for me to believe it, I got to see it. And until I see him there, I'm not buying or sipping any of the Kool Aid. Unfortunately, I just can't do it to myself. I don't like getting excited to get kicked right in the biscuits. It's just not worth it. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, and we know you've taken a couple of shots of those biscuits, my friend. Too, too, with too the many. Way you too mouth many. off. Yeah. <laughs> so I totally got it. You want to protect the family jewels. Um. <laughs> But what is not a rumor, Nick, what's not a rumor, it's a, what's factual, is that Karrion Cross and Scarlett debuted on SmackDown last week. Yes, and I know yes, that there's rumors. Did. I know there's a rumor, but that rumor came to fruition rather quickly. Uh, Nick, I, I got to yeah. get your reaction. I wish that we did the show on, on, on Friday or even on Saturday seeing it because I didn't expect yeah. it. And when the music hit, it took my mind a couple seconds to process it because I'm like, yeah. wait, I know that music. I mean, yeah, dude, absolutely. take take me take me through that moment. I mean, if, and of course, inserting him with Drew McIntyre in the Tribal Chief, that clearly says something. And they added a little addition to what he had in NXT, which he didn't have before, which is the lovely absolutely. scarlet. Oh, the best. Um, mm -hmm. Well, to be honest, like you know, like in, in a segment of that magnitude, you got Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre ready to ready to go at it with the Usos in the ring, and all of a sudden the lights go out. And at that moment, it's like, all right, well, that's something pretty big, obviously, if they're going to interject somebody in that circumstance. Um, and then you see, you know, you see the female silhouette. You knew right away who it was. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't be more ecstatic that it was carrying cross. I know, uh, you know, he was done a little dirty his first, first go round on the main roster. But, I mean, top-notch work down at NXT. He was running through everybody. He was the champion. Just cool as cool as all can be. Um, and I couldn't be more ecstatic and excited for him to be back and, and thrown right into, the, right into the fire of some big-time rivalries going on right now at the top of the food chain. I mean, well said, well said, Tommy. Of course, I want to get your reaction. I mean, you, I think, were the first one in the group chat, of course, because no one breaks news quicker than you, my friend. Um, you, I think you said, oh, my God, or what the fuck, or something of that magnitude. I felt like I thought you said that. I mean, was it you or was uh, it Joey? Joey actually said that. Stop. I thought it was you. I know. Well, oh, it's because man. All right. Yeah. So it was Joe. And, and, Joe, and Joey's got 3G Network. For him to be that quick, you know who he is. Well, <laughs> you know what? I have Joey's a good reason why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a good reason why, because the, it was the wife's birthday, so I had to be spending time with her. Then when you yes. brought so then That's when. Right. That's when he right. said that in the group, I'm like, I got to see what the hell's going on. And then I saw him, I was like, oh, my God. I was so, so ecstatic to see them back. And the way he was, you know, with Scarlet back, the whole thing, the whole, you know, his whole presentation, no stupid gladiator helmet and all that. The, the real carrying cross pack. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it was good. To, definitely good to see. And happy he's back. So, I mean, sky's the limit for him now. I mean, like you said, throwing him in there with Drew and Roman right away. That's so awesome. I cannot wait to see 
where they go from here, but very good to have him back. I, I agree. I know, I know you had to have popped, right? Of course. I agree with you both. I mean, to be quite honest, I thought his presentation in NXT was perfect. It's one of those that worked down there and worked on the main roster. Cause sometimes the star, even though the wrestler could be good, doesn't always, the presentation doesn't always translate, uh, transfer. Right. But I think in Carrion's case, I think it absolutely transfers. I mean, the, the, the smoke, the the girl, mm-hmm. the TikTok, the theme, yeah. him. He looks angry. Well, he's got the he's big look. He's tattoos. Got, he's got everything that you want, right? To be that 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 dominant heel, without a question. Absolutely. And I mean, listen, we're not arguing that he's a ring savant. No one is saying that. But he can absolutely yeah. hold his yeah. own in the ring. But yeah. he can be um, a monster to to dish out destruction without a yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What absolutely. Because I yeah. I did see some posts. That forearm to the back of the head is top notch move, by yeah. the way. It yeah. is. And I saw some posts and I saw some people in the, in the internet community on Twitter kind of saying like, hey, yeah, Cross is cool, but he's not the greatest wrestler. But it's like not always the greatest wrestlers are, you know, it doesn't always hinder them because the character and the whole presentation is kind of what we're looking for. And I think if you give him opportunity, he's only going to continue to grow. He's still a young guy at the same time. So when I saw that, I was a little bit like going that. back. I'm like, where were these people back in NXT? I didn't see it, but now for some reason, yeah. I guess they're kind of coming out because you know AEW is you know maybe something that they're they've gravitated towards. Nick will say what he wants to say. I just call it how I see it. And we've been speaking about WWE these last couple of weeks. I wonder why because Triple H, and Nick knows better exactly. than anybody that I've been black and gold since the day I was born. So he knows I follow. You, you the were game. the first one. You you were the original. So- the original gangster on that one, yeah. for sure. So, so I never want to see you try to tell me which flag I I, I put my my uh my one into. All right, I put it where it belongs to be, and what's with the best product. And right now, I'm enjoying what WWE is putting together. But, absolutely. And to piggyback off what you said before, like you know, char- character and how you portray yourself is more important than your actual physical in-ring work. I don't care what anyone says. If you're a wrestling savant, that more power to you. It enhances your abilities. But let's be honest, Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold weren't the greatest in-ring technicians, but they were the most important characters in wrestling history. It yeah. doesn't matter so much as long as you can deliver the moves when you need to and yeah. tell the story in the ring with what you're trying to accomplish. And he can do that. Well said and great points. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. Hulk Hogan was not putting on 25-minute, 30-minute clinics, but he is the name that is synonymous with wrestling today even. So well said. Um, you know, where I think that Karen Cross is going to go is I, I mean, I think there's a potential to maybe insert him into the match at Clash of the Castle, make it a triple threat right. match because with that, you know, maybe it's time to take the title off of Reigns, maybe it's not, but having a triple threat match in the event that you know you don't want to make Drew look weak or you want to make Karrion look weak, but you want to give him a good insertion. You can I, I trust Triple H to book that properly is what I'm trying to get at. I'm not gonna get too complicated with that booking, but I trust yeah, it. They're gonna split the titles for sure. That. I think I think you're spot on with that, pal. Yeah. yeah. They have no so, choice, I think, at this point. Absolutely. And from return, from potential return to actual return to another return, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Um it was interestingly done, interestingly done, but I thought it was perfectly done. Dexter Loomis. Was seen on <laughs> Raw on Monday. Okay. Yeah. And what was really cool about it is they used several segments to draw your eye to the background, like something is going on. Mm-hmm. And and then at the end of Raw, they end up taking him away to reveal his mask being carried out as Dexter Loomis in the AJ Styles match. Well, how do you feel about yeah. that way of introducing someone? Because you know, we we've done the carrying cross from attack from behind, right? We've seen that. We've seen Seth Rollins mm-hmm. stand in a ring and Cody Rhodes just comes down. We've seen that. Um, now we have someone almost breaking into Raw, like he's not supposed to be there. Yeah. Interesting portrayal. What do yeah. you think? I know you're a big Dexter guy. 
I mean, that was when the AJ match was over, and I see like they the camera panned over. I'm like, oh, like they catch someone like getting arrested. You know, like maybe they tried to, you know, jump the barricade, or you know, they were in Cleveland, so you never know, you know. So um, so it was uh, it was definitely interesting. Then when they pulled them, when they when they pulled them up, I'm like, oh shit, it's Loomis. So I'm like, all right, cool, this is definitely. So was he going after? AJ or wherever you know was going on, but uh, it was cool. Like you said, the whole thing with the throughout the night, you know, the car crash, and then you just saw like the security running, like like they were looking for somebody, and it, it turned out to be him. And what a perfect character for that for to do something like that because the guy's so mysterious and creepy and all that kind of stuff. So definitely good to have him back. One of the one of the stupid releases they they in a many long list they did in the last two years. So good to have him back, and we'll see what they do with him. I agree. I think it's a great way to capitalize on, the, like you said, the creepiness of the character, yeah, which is something that. that they didn't do in 2.0 well. They made him talk. They made yeah. him, I guess, funny. I think yeah. what was alluring about him was that he was creepy. He was weird. He was different, but he was a good technician. He spoke with his eyes. Yeah. Um, and I think that 2.0, of course, is not where that character can be, but I trust in Triple H to book that character, and it's a different character. Uh, Nick, yeah. Nick, you had a comment? Yeah, I was going to say, like, how cool is it that a guy that, you know, pretty much got let go and has been off the radar for a while to come back and close a Monday Night Raw? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty freaking cool. I think it's really freaking cool, to be quite honest. And uh, I'm definitely intrigued. I thought it was actually a really well done introduction because there's only so many different ways you can introduce people. Um, you know, and I'm, we're going to get into this next part into the women's tag team title. Not that they need an introduction, but they would be new to the main roster if they did a, when, when they do appear. But again, just another creative way to introduce someone. And I thought for that character, well done. A creep, a weirdo breaking in and being taken away from security. Like that's exactly that's exactly what you're looking for, right? Um, but there is other news, Nick. There is a, a tournament being held on Monday night. Um, we have a we're gonna be crowning a women's a new women's tag team champions. And I'm gonna run mm. through the bracket. And I think there are actually some pretty good teams. And one team that stands out to me, actually two teams that stand out to me that I uh definitely intrigued about. But we have Dana Brooke and Tamina taking on Dakota Kai and EO Sky. Um, we have Alexa Bliss and Asuka taking on Nikki Ace Nick, Nikki ASH and Dewdrop. We have Raquel Rodriguez, hopefully Triple H changed the last name to Gonzalez, and Aaliyah taking on Zylee and Shotzi. And we have NXT's Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark taking on nice. Natalia and Sony Deville. So let's be honest, Nick. You're you're a sports guy. You like brackets. The first round is pretty much set in stone, right? We saw on Raw Dakota Kai and Io Sky won. We knew that was going to happen. Yes. But with Absolutely. the other matchups, I mean, I think it's pretty set, right? You, you tell me. It, and it, what do you look, think? it certainly looks that way. I mean, just just from a star power standpoint, um, and and to help create a uh, situation where the people that you want to propel forward and create that name, you're going to give them a lot of clout with who they're going to be. There's no question about it. Exactly. No, for sure. For sure. I mean, I see at least in the first round, I see Alexa bliss and Oscar definitely. Beating yeah. There's the no ASA question. Yep, without a doubt. Raquel and Ali are beating Zylie and Shotzi. And you know, you Nikita Lyons and Zoe are going to beat uh, Natalia and Sony Deville. So yeah. that's yeah. at least where we see that from there. I don't know what the bracket looks like in terms of like where they are positioned against who's going to win and versus who. I'm but, pretty sure from the bracket I saw, I thought um, bliss and Oscar on the bottom with, and on the top was Dakota and EO. Well, so I, I think they're so. going to line up to go to the finals, which yeah, I would, probably, yeah. which I mean, honestly, I mean, in my personal opinion, I think it's going to be Dakota and EO. That's going to become the new tag team champions. I think that makes the most sense and makes the most powerful statement. But again, we've been swerved before. Right. <laughs> and there is rumors that Naomi and Sasha Banks have um, been able to come to an agreement with, with current WWE management um, in terms of a potential return. 
Now, Dakota and Io are, That'd be are pretty heels. Cool too. And I know Sasha and Naomi were faces before they left, but I think them walking out will automatically maybe give them a pop, but maybe give them a heel reaction. I wonder if they're going to somehow, you know, con- have a confrontation with the winners of this. And um, it would, I mean, that would be really cool. And, That'd be know, cool. So yeah. I, I think they will get a pop, though, yeah. um, right, right out the gate, just because, like, you know, Sasha's always been a fan favorite regardless. But, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, sided with them and, in, in, you know, and what they believed in and the decisions that they made. So I think they will get a good little pop, but how they, you know, how they re- portray themselves when they come back will dictate where they go. It'd be yeah. perfect. It'd be perfect. Though. Whoever wins it, you know, they're in celebrating. All of a sudden, that music hits. I mean, the crowd will go nuts. They'd be like, "Hey, we never lost them." Blah blah blah, and it sets them up right there. So there you go. Yeah, and I agree with you. I agree with you both, and I think that's the way to do it. Like to fight for the, you know, they'll come back and say we were the real champs. We never lost yeah. it. Almost like the interim thing in a way, and. And we and have you got and you got Bailey there as the wild card to put it yeah, down. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. And then you know if Bailey's there, you're gonna have Bianca in the, in in the window in in the wings too. So, to be quite honest, I mean, hey, that's kind of cool. That's some story. That's some storylines right there. And um, I think you even have storylines coming out of it too. Besides that, which is good, which is important. And I know Triple H has done a really good job of making the women a prominent storyline continually, continuously. Excuse me, on Raw. It's the second we're on in a row that he's quote unquote you know, booked creatively that I feel like the women have taken the front seat. And I think the show has actually flowed rather well. Yes. Okay. And um, wait, wait till you see what Zoe and Nikita could do on the main roster. And when they go back to down to 2.0, they're going to run, run the situation down there for sure. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I think that's going to be fantastic. I'm, I'm excited to see them up there and it's a great way to give us a tease, man. Like you have to show that NXT is not just your quote unquote developmental, that it's another brand. And the way you establish that is exactly kind of what I believe he's doing, which is to give us a taste of it. They may yeah. not win their match, but I think they're going to definitely show up. I think they're going to win the first round. Um, and they may not win the second round, but I think they'll still show up and, and give us a show, which I'm kind of If I'm not mistaken, isn't, isn't, isn't Zoe going for Mandy's uh, NXT Women's Championship, right? Yes, so, she, yes she is. So, I mean, yeah, you got you to gotta make that a point because Zoe, Zoe's been killing it. Yes, she has. Zoe has been killing it. She, she came back hot. Uh, she's been killing it, and she's going to be taking on – and, you know, great segue to NXT. She's going to be taking on Mandy Rose at Heat Wave next week. That um, finisher is no joke, by the way. Legit. Oh, my God, the flip <laughs> in the knee. Dude, when she hit Mandy this week with that oh, after, man, after the show, first of all, that's actually a pretty Zoe, good match Zoe. with Zoe, Zoe and Cora Jade. Um, it's I like thought the reverse go to sleep. That's yeah. how cool it is. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I loved that. I thought it was fantastic. I do, Nick, want to get your opinion, right? So here's an interesting match we've seen for the first time in, in NXT. Trick Williams and Wesley took on took each other on in a, I guess, a bout match. It was like a five-round bout. Like, um, I, I'm trying to think of what the, the terminology used it, but it, yeah, like it was, it was like, a little, it was a little weird to be honest. Like a boxing match where was, you can yeah, get pinfalls yeah. through matches. And I guess whoever wins at the end wins. What do you think of that presentation? I mean, I like Wesley a lot and I'm actually pretty, and I actually don't mind trick Williams. Um, but how do you feel about a match like that? Well, listen, we haven't seen it before, right? Uh, it's something new. It's different. Um, they trying something new. Um, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was like the greatest thing ever invented, but at the same time, you know, with the first time, first go round, you know, I think if it would, maybe was done with a little bit more bigger names, I think maybe you would have, more people would have appreciated the efforts a little bit more, but all in all, I thought it was pretty solid for the most part. I like when they take chances and do something that we've never seen before. Exactly. Okay. No, I, re- I, I completely respect it. I, I'm actually surprised that you're going to dog it. 
because um, no, no. <laughs> I was I like the I like the two people in it. I do. I thought it was a little bit of a different match. Not right, one it was that totally I loved. better than a dog collar match. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> definitely, I guess that's all for people's uh, preference. But um, for for sure, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> I know, I know. But um, you know, again, we alluded to it before. Zoe Stark and Cora Jade had a great match, and that finisher by Zoe is it's a uh, some, it's, it's something to be man, It's legit. Um, absolutely. Um, there is something that is going to be taking place at, um, heat wave, which is going to be Santos Escobar versus Tony D'Angelo. And if Santos wins, uh, he's free and he gets his family back. And if Tony wins, Santos is gone. Now we've seen now that triple H is quote unquote running things at the mm -hmm. main roster level. We're not as like we alluded to last week. We're not as afraid to see these people get called up anymore because we feel that he's going to prioritize you know, long-term booking, which is something we haven't seen in recent years with the, with the current WWE product. Uh, Tommy, I'll ask you, um, mm -hmm. just kind of just seeing where the landscape is now and what's going on, how do you see that potentially playing out? Oh, I think he definitely loses and gets moved up to the main roster. Absolutely. You do? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I just feel like, as we see, uh, Triple H is bringing up, I mean, all his NXT. I mean, Dakota, Carrion, Dexter, and one might as well add him to the mix. I and mean, we know how great of a worker he is. So I think it would just be a, a um, more depth uh, for the roster up there. If it goes to SmackDown or Raw, I think it would be a great move. So, I mean, I think that's what it's going to lead to. And I think they'd definitely be better off with him up there. So it should be fun to see. With I don't know if he brings the rest of the guys with him, if it's just him or whatever, but it would be very cool to see. Yeah, it definitely would be cool to see. I like Santos. You know, I, I thought what he did with the, at the time, the Cruiserweight Championship was probably one of the better runs that we've seen. And um, I thought that he, to me, as being, quote unquote, introduced as like a cruiserweight and then being elevated to like more of like, a, yeah. I guess, a heavyweight, if you want to kind of call it, or just in a different, you know, a different um, feuds. I thought he did a really good job translating, to be quite honest. Um, you know right. what I mean? So yeah. it's like he like did everything he could do. Graduating, to be yeah. I think he has. I think no, he has, that, no. So. It is graduating. That 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 era of those those guys, the 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 pre two people, right? A lot of those guys kind of, or feet and girls were were done kind of a little dirty. So it's about time that they've gotten their long overdue look to where they accomplished cool. everything down there that they should have. They they got the new class down there, and this time, and these people need to come up and graduate and get their get their game going. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and I agree. But I thought all in all, NXT was, you know, decent show. Nothing groundbreaking. I thought it was a good setup. I think Heat Wave is going to be a great show. Um, I'm pretty sure it's next week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we're going to have a lot of great matches, some fight, you know, some sign-offs on some feuds. And I think it's going to be a great show to look forward to. So I definitely can't wait for next week. Sure, sure is real quick. What what do you think the, the direction and plan is for Toxic Attraction? I mean, they've already – I mean, they were – they killed it for, for their run. I mean, it was just pure domination. But now it's you know they you know they dropped the tag titles and now Mandy's been the champion for almost a year. Um, do you see them getting pulled up and and joining the joining the fray? You know it's hard, right? They had a really nice vignette this week to almost like just kind of put them back in our face to like not forget like hey we do have new women's tag team champions down there, but you know don't forget about Toxic Attraction that they've been one of if not the best introduction of what 2.0 has given us thus far. You can argue Absolutely. between them and Braun Breaker. Um, I think they have had the bigger impact, and I'm not just saying that from just like a, a oh, guy they've standpoint. Literally and figuratively, been the hottest thing in, in, in wrestling yeah. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so, to, to be quite honest, the fact that we're now putting storylines behind the women so prominently on the main roster, and we're reintroducing the tag team championship, the the women's tag team championships again. I mean, what better way to bring them up when you're trying to pr have prominent storylines and storytelling with the two of them? 
you know, so I, I can see a potential graduation because we, again, we have some more women that have shown up, you know, Thea Hale wrestled on NXT for the very first time. She's wrestling on level up, but she wrestled on NXT for the first time. Um, so there's, there's another individual who's, you know, a part of the chase you storyline who, you know, we can probably see her do some stuff. She's extremely athletic. I think she has a little bit to work Absolutely. on. Um, but again, that's kind of what they're doing. So I, I guess Nick, to answer your question, I, I think that there's a potential that we could see them on the main roster before the end of the year. Eh, wow, that's nice. I hope so. I really do. I'm sure it's just, you do. It's just, it's, just, it's just like a little weird situation because now with, with Bailey's return with uh, Dakota and, and um, EO, I mean, that's a powerful heel faction. Yeah. To have another power. one, right? That doesn't doesn't it seem a little odd. But again, if, if they're loading up the female roster to equal equal the male roster, right? I mean, you can literally split your show in half. <laughs> yeah, and what we've always complained about um, yeah. is that there's not enough individuals to help a division tell a story. Yeah, cycle the same matches over and over, the same feuds yeah. over and over. Right. I mean, that's what I think, Tommy. I mean, you know, looking at looking at the roster as there's been insertion of new individuals, and obviously when NXT comes up, like we said, we're a little bit more comfortable with it. But I mean, I, I would think you have to agree, right? That the issue that the, the main roster runs into is that there's not enough people to continue with the division to tell the story, and we've seen this a lot because unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, WWE has been around forever. So yeah. we've seen a lot of feuds happen, go away, and revisit again because there's no one new there. So yeah. I mean, I guess what do you what do you think if if potentially toxic comes up? Um, do you think it's too much, or do you think it's just enough, or exactly what we need? How do you feel about that? I mean, you know, it depends on how like they present. Like, is like is Bailey and, and the rest of them are they like Raw or are they SmackDown? I think if you bring toxic attraction, maybe you bring them to SmackDown. You know, kind right, of right, right. Split split them up so you have one and one, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what they do with it, but I mean, hey, if they're talented, like we said, you know, all all the women are talented. It can only help the roster; it can't hurt. So, I mean, I hope. To, I mean, I like to see them do it. I don't know when they will. Maybe around, maybe like Survivor Series or so. You know, they, you know, they start bringing people up or whatever. But I mean, it definitely would be. It definitely would help the main roster. So that that's for sure. So I can't wait to see. But they they've done everything they could down there. They've been tag champs and everything. They had a great run as the the big heel faction down there. So it can only help. I agree. Shout out to Mandy too, man. She's come a long, long way. Um, when she first came in, I just remember people just hating on her and booing her all the time. But she's turned herself into a viable champion and a believable character going forward. You know, I think the thing with Mandy was Nick, and and I don't think this is her fault. To be quite honest, I no, think she was that forced on your throat because of her looks. Yeah, well, right not, not, she was that, ready. not only that is well, exactly. You hit on the last point. They graduated her way too fast out of NXT way too fast around around original yeah. nxt and when you kind of do that and you have zero plan for her on the main roster i mean your looks will only get you so yeah, far too, because too, eventually too, you need too, to see your wrestle a little bit for sure. yeah absolutely but again she went down there and she always had talent you know, but now she's, yeah. she's got it she's worked on it she's yeah without a doubt i mean for sure she's, she's big like time a, now yeah she's been one of the best parts of nxt 2.0 we just kind of said and i definitely agree i i think she's been her and toxic track and ha toxic attraction have been the best part of nxt but um, there is another show, and Nick, I know you don't like to talk about it, but uh, it is we do cover wrestling here, <laughs> and we do cover professional wrestling, and we have to talk about it, and I want to talk about it. We had Dynamite this week, Tommy, and it opened up with a with a banger. I got to give you know AEW credit; they usually open up with a with a with you know some sort of exciting match to kind of set the tone. We had you know Darby Allen taking on Brody King in the third ever coffin match. Keep in mind he's two he's two and zero, oh, right? He's two and zero. Oh. So now here's our third. Um, <clears throat> 
It was a pretty brutal Next match. Undertaker, Darby Allen. I, I mean, yeah. I don't want to go that far. I'd say, you know, <laughs> his coffin match versus being buried alive is two different things. But, you know, again, we can we can have a conversation. But, um, you know, all in all, big guy, little guy. But Darby Allen will go up against anyone. I mean, there was blood. There was tables broken. You know, we had um, we had Buddy Matthews. Darby's, had, Darby's a savage. You're absolutely right. Yeah, Reckless. we had Malachi Black. <laughs> and we had Sting in a Coffin, Tommy. So we had a hell of a yeah. lot going on. So I guess, you know, Darby wins. He's now 3-0. and But what did you think about this match? You know, this was probably Darby's biggest opponent that he's had to put in a coffin. Did it seem believable? Like, what did you think? I mean, when it comes to him, like, he's gone against so many, like, guys. Because he obviously he's a smaller guy compared to other I mean. I just feel like it was such a crazy match here. Anything could go, and obviously everything did go. I mean, the one spot he had him like hanging off the ring and stuff. I'm like, holy shit! I mean, just absolutely, absolutely brutal. But you know, that's just, I mean, that's just who he is. It, especially him and Brody King the last few weeks when they had that one match a few weeks ago it was absolutely brutal. And this one just added to it. But it was pretty cool. Sting coming out of the coffin. I don't know if you noticed his one eye was black. So I don't know if anything's gonna go with that. I mean. It'd be pretty cool to see Sting maybe a heel or so. I don't know if they'll go that way, but that was a pretty cool little Easter egg, if you want to say or something. So that was cool to see. But yeah, that was definitely a cool match to start off. And when it comes to Darby, I mean, he's never going to be a champion or like a big champion or anything, but just to let him do his crazy shit like this. And I think that's good for him. No, I agree. And I th- and I did appreciate them, you know, because Malachi did spit in Sting's eye, just like he did Julia Hart. And they did at least play it off. Um, you know, Julia Hart had that little black mark on her eye too. So the fact that is they're they're making they're making us know that hey, listen, when when he does that, it clearly does something to you. He leaves a mark yeah. on you. So I, I can appreciate that from a storytelling standpoint. If that's a part of his character, um, I do hope I I don't want Sting to turn heel. I I don't think he you know has a heel run in him. That'd I think we just look, gotta just enjoy tough. enjoy the nostalgia of what he is. And and to be honest, I think paired him with Darby, I think it's probably the best thing because he doesn't have to wrestle all the time, and you kind of get the best yeah. way to use Sting. But uh, again, I thought that was actually pretty good. I, I definitely enjoyed what that was. You know, one thing, uh, Nick, and I'll go to you with this one because, you know, again, you probably have uh, your own commentary. So they had a moment in the back where the Young Bucks approached um, Hangman Adam Page, who's hanging out with Dark Order, to offer him being the third person in their trios match. Now, originally when we saw what happened last week in from the Undisputed Elite and um, as they broke up, you know, you'd figure someone's going to come down and save them. But the someone wasn't the someone maybe we all thought of. We were trying to be smart wrestling fans. It was Hangman Page. So this mm-hmm. week they revisited again, and Hangman turns them down. Is it? Is there? Are they trying to be too obvious? I mean, I know, again, you're very critical of the product, but I think you at least respect the gentlemen that we're potentially talking about, who the obvious potential choices that could join them on their trios match. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's gotta be, I mean, I, you don't, there's sometimes that you don't have to be too cute or fancy. Um, sometimes I think it's just better just when it, when the guy just shows up, I mean, that, that surprise is more important than, you know, some tease, 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 and it kind of, kind of, kind of becomes a little predictable. Um, but at the end of the day, in this situation, I really doesn't think, I don't really don't think it matters at all because if Kenny is the one showing up and people are just going to go nuts, right. He's been out a while. He said he had a pretty rough injury. Um, but there's no denying that Kenny Omega is, you know, he's a fantastic wrestler. He's AEW's uh, top star. And for him to come back in any capacity is just going to drive people nuts, especially in, in that particular juncture when, the you know, uh, they're lacking a little star power at the moment. Yeah, I, I think I think Kenny Omega would be very welcome back. I mean, I'd be happy to see him. I just would love yeah, it to doubt. be more of a surprise thing. Yeah, I, I think I think we anticipate it. 
like you like you just like said before when he's getting pummeled and Kenny Omega shows up with his music hits that to me is more of a, a an emphatic game changer in my opinion oh, right <laughs> or if they start the trios tournament and the young bucks come out and um you know the mystery opponent is Kenny yeah right i mean the mystery teammate sorry is t- is Kenny exactly but yeah. even if they try next week to try to go to someone else and have that person turn them down yeah then just it's too to much at least, it looks stupid yeah it looks stupid you know what i mean so i want to be careful with that and maybe Maybe to try to swerve us a little bit, maybe they do find a third person and it's not Kenny and they advertise it as the third person, but then Kenny's the one that actually shows up. You know what I mean? I just don't want it to be. Yeah, like, yeah, so like they, they find a third partner and then the guy gets beat up in the back and then all of a sudden it's Kenny. Cool. <laughs> Something like that. Something yeah, like that. Cool. Or, or, yeah. or even if, like, you know, they're on the way out, the third person's music is going to hit and it actually ends up being Kenny's music. Something, anything. But again, you know, any way to get Kenny back, I'm all for. So I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. I, I he's point, been gone for care. how long now? It's been a while since he's it's, been out. It's November, I think. Yeah, wow. it's been a long yeah, time. So almost yeah. a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time. The poor guy, man. I mean, he was running ragged what, what he was doing. Oh, for sure. So, um, absolutely absolutely. Um, we did have a championship match, Tommy. We had uh first, uh the, I guess Madison Rain is in AEW. Yeah. By the way, the other night I was having a hard time falling asleep, so I'm like, let me put something on. I checked on my, <laughs> um, I checked on my what you call it, my DVR, and I'm like, ah, nothing to watch. I'm like, mm, you know, maybe I'll throw, I'll see what like wrestling I might have missed. So I saw Dark was going on, um, on YouTube. So I threw it on, and Madison Rain was on commentary. Interesting. I was like, well, that's interesting. I know she was doing commentary, um, you know, in Impact for a little bit of time. If for those who do watch Impact, she came over. She had a match. And then she's now taking on Jade Cargill. Madison Rain is a great veteran. I mean, from Impact. I mean, she looks fantastic for being a veteran for as many years as she is. Um, I thought the match was kind of good. I did enjoy that. Um, but Tommy, I guess Jade Cargill won again. Yeah. She beat Madison. Now we're waiting. For, I guess Athena's next in line. Is anyone beating Jade? I gotta ask you. I don't think so. I think she's gonna hold this title for a long time. I mean, maybe. I don't think she's going to hold it like Roman type, you know, reign or anything, but she's going to hold it for a while. So it should be, it should be interesting where they go with her for me. Cause I mean, who else are they going to have to be? I mean, unless they, they sign some more women, I don't know who else is left, but I mean, everyone on the roster, she's run through basically except Britt. I don't think her and Britt, if, I mean, maybe it is Britt, who knows? But I mean, it's the only one I can really think of that would, you know, have like have a chance against her. everyone else is running through. So, I mean, she's having a little Goldberg, little streak here going on. So it's just, Curious to see how they're going to book it the rest of the way. He's yeah. a beast. She's a beast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no denying that. I'm, I'm a huge fan, but, like, the only thing I was a little nervous with, like like Tommy was saying, like, she's ran through, like, 35 matches, 35 opponents already, and put them all down. Yeah. There's not a lot left. So they need to be a little bit more careful with her because, I mean, obviously she's a beast and she's a fantastic wrestler and puts on a great show. But I'm a little concerned because, like, you know, if, if she ever does lose, Britt Baker would probably be at the top of the list of someone that she would lose to, especially with help from Jamie Hayter yeah. and that dynamic. But you don't want it to happen anytime soon. Yeah. So in a Roman like Reign in, in their predicament, in their current situation with a, with a smaller size roster would be very hard to accomplish and, and uh, keep yeah. Jade at the forefront of, of having, you know, that type of uh, support and, and fan, uh, fan appreciation, to be honest. You don't want it to get stale. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Nick, what I thought was really fun, which I thought you'd appreciate is um, I guess Anna Jay's new um, new gimmick is that she just she's yelling at people and just choking people out. <laughs> did, you, did you see her just choke? Did you see her in the background during that 
during that interview. She's yeah, like, he's, he's you don't, you don't think he, you don't like think he's better? Ripley. I'm gonna choke you out. Yeah. It's like Rhea Ripley's uh, choking out Dom every. every yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I thought that I thought that was his. No, I'm a huge fan of Jade, and I'm appreciating her exposure. So it's it's nice that she's she's getting a good play here and in 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 the spotlight. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, we did have a main event. It was John Moxley versus Chris Jericho. Um, I thought it was actually a good match. I, we got the Lionheart presentation of Chris Jericho. Cool. I mean, you know, I don't know if they're trying to fool us with the pants being the same size as they were in WCW, yeah. but I will at least say that. It was only they, a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, only a few years ago. But the presentation was Lionheart Chris Jericho and a lot of the wrestling <laughs> that he did. And I got to give him so much credit, man. The way he adapts his character. He cool. wrestled. Of course, not exactly like it. I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah. uh, oblivious, but he had some of his move sets mimic that a little bit, and I appreciated it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was a great match. I definitely enjoyed it. Moxley got the win. There was anarchy at the end of the night, but we did get a return of uh, of the one and only CM Punk, and he was putting pressure on his foot. I know that he came down the ring. It, they weren't decisive punches in the head. He did the best he could, but um, you know, Nick, I'll start with you, and then definitely Tom. I want to get your reaction. You know, CM Punk. You know, making sure to be known, like, hey, don't forget me. This may be the this may be the champ right now, or interim champ, as they're alluding to. But um, I am the champ. What do you think about CM Punk's return? Because I didn't expect it, to be quite honest. No, I certainly didn't expect it either. I um, mean, you know, listen, anytime you get a, a major return, it's always it's always great. It's always appreciated. It's always something that gets you jacked up. Um, but I don't want to see him compromised either, right? I don't want him to kind of be in your face and not be able to be used to wrestle effectively. For quite some time, I think at that point you're probably better off saving it for a little bit. But I understand the circumstances of trying. They got a big pay per view coming up, and you know they're trying to make a statement and have that be their main event, which I total respect. And I'm hoping it could happen that way, where both guys are at their at their best and not yeah. you know, somebody that's 80 percent and you're just doing it just for a pay per view. I mean, I just I don't want it to to hurt the impact because you know they've taken they've done a few you know skeptical things of late with with their, some of the bigger stars, and that would to me would be a little. A little bit of a dark cloud if they did that. Okay. Okay. Um, but always great to oh, you know, always great to get one of your one of your biggest stars back, especially yeah. you know when you're trying to prelude to something that could be could be epic. For sure, for sure, Tommy. I mean, did you read or get any indication that Punk was coming back tonight in any capacity? Not at all. I mean, that was definitely surprising. And I wonder if this was I don't want to say it's a reaction to what WWE's been doing and everything, but maybe it's like, hey, come back. You know, get a pop, obviously, because no one's expecting to come back. I mean, there was talk nowhere that he was coming back. And, you know, we'll get more eyes on our product. I mean, like you said, he wasn't, you know, he doesn't look like he's 100%, but he's obviously walking. With, I don't think he had a boot on, so he's definitely, you know, moving better than he was. So, I mean, I don't know if, like, if that was, you know, under the circumstances, they needed something. So, I mean, you know, down the line, I think when's the pay-per-view? Mid-September, I believe. So, they got another month or so. So, hopefully... You know, he heals up and everything, and then he comes back uh, 100%. Because, like you know, said, you can't have him compromised because that would just no. make it worse. So you need no. him 100%. And, I know, agree. Would they go from there with him? You know, does he go against Moxley for, you know, to be the, the, the real champ, whatever you want to say, whatever. But, yeah, definitely need him 100%. Good yeah. point, though, Tommy. I didn't even think about that. You're, you're right, though. It, it could could have been a reaction to what's been going on the other end. There's no question about that. I didn't even really think about that. But, um you know, just hopefully, you know, he's good to go sooner rather than later so they can deliver their best match because it could yeah. it could be a classic. Absolutely, yeah. definitely, yeah. It may be the it, it will definitely be advertised as the biggest match of all time in that company's in, history. In, yeah, without no question. Yeah. So, um, I for agree. Title, without a doubt. 
Yeah. I agree that they definitely need to make sure they get this right. And they need to have a hundred health, hundred percent healthy punk to take on a hundred percent healthy Moxley, because that'll again, be your biggest match. Because I think all you have left for biggest matches based on who you have on your roster is just Kenny Omega versus, you know, versus punk at this point. Um, and Tommy, keep me honest. Have we gotten Omega versus, versus Moxley for the championship? I, I can't think yeah, back. He's, it's the not he he's the one he beat him for. He's, well, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, right. That so was one of the early that. ones. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's right. It was in, it was in that. All right, 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 right. It was in, wasn't it in the death match with, um, with what's his face. The guy that looks um, like Nick. Yeah. Callus. He threw Don him. Callus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not, like, not physically looks like maybe acts like Nick. Right. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you're right. You're right. That is right. Thank you for refreshing my memory. So I think that we'd obviously, you know, a face Kenny versus a, I guess, tweener Moxley is something we can kind of see again, but I guess Omega punk would be maybe the only other big, I guess, dream cool. match that they, they could kind of have. They would want to have at least. What's up, what's up with uh, Danielson? He's still, he's still messed up in the game. I think he's so. coming back. He's coming back next week. Supposedly he's being advertised as uh Dang, that's another, uh, I mean, it's another guy you could throw in the mix for some big time matches. There's no doubt about that. The Dragon Ooh. versus the Dragon Slayer, Ryan Danielson versus uh, Daniel Garcia. They're advertising it for, uh, I guess, okay. the, you know, in in um, because Game of Thrones to House uh, of the Dragons. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it's next week or maybe it's the week after, but I think it's before the premiere. I'd have to say, obviously, which Game yeah. of Thrones, uh, the new show is coming out uh, this month on HBO Max. Um, we didn't get paid for that, but whatever. There's a plug. <laughs> Um, but all in all, boys, there's one piece of news that did come out late today. I gotta, I, I'd be, you know, remiss not to at least say it. Um, it looks like we may see potentially, potentially on SmackDown, Ashanti the Adonis and Top Dollar of Hit Row back on SmackDown. There's a rumor, so uh, just came in late, a uh, late news, late breaking news. So I wanted to make sure I dropped on the podcast, knowing Joey will do this on Thursday. It'll be out next Tuesday, so it'll be old news. It'll be like, oh, you knew that already. You recorded on, uh, you know, on on Friday. No, we did it on Thursday, but Joey's just Joey. All jokes aside, um, again, another return potentially. But let's see on SmackDown. I'm sure we'll break it down next week if we do see it. Boys, it's the end of the show. It's MVP time. Uh, Nick, why don't we start with you? I, I think you've had some decent commentary today. I'm actually decently impressed Ooh, with you. Oh, oh thanks, pal. With what you said, I don't know. You're not. You're not making me too mad today. <laughs> uh, no, I, well, I saved that for behind the behind yes. the scenes stuff. You know, <laughs> grind, you grind my gears. Um, all jokes aside, Nick, MVP this week. Who do you got? Ooh, that's a great question. My MVP this week. Um, I honestly, I mean, it could, I could go in a few directions here, but I think I'm going to go with. Uh, Dakota and EO getting their big first win as a tag team and setting the tone for the, uh, you know, the, the females in the division and, and making a statement for the new stable. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not a wrong pick right there. Definitely love, love both of those two individuals. Again, two weeks in a row of them doing really good stuff. So Nick, fantastic choice for MVP. Uh, Tommy MVP for you. I think I know who it is, but let's, let's see if how well I do know you. The return of full and fray, carrying cross and Scarlett. I knew it. I, I knew <laughs> So freaking happy when I saw him back on my TV on Friday. So happy. So yeah, that's my MVP. No, I totally get it. Um, great MVP choice. It was what a what a moment for SmackDown. It, yeah, it's one of those rumors that came true so quick. So it's like wow. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, my no wasting no wasting time. No, my MVP <laughs> this week is Triple H. There you I go. Mean, uh, again, playing what the game. You're finally Friday. playing the game. Good for you. I've bro. always played the game, <laughs> my friend. I've been playing checkers while you've been playing. Hopscotch. <laughs> All right. A little tic-tac-toe is what you're playing. Okay. Um, I mean, Triple H is continuing to deliver some some really great surprises, some good introductions, reintroductions, um, rehirings. It, it's been really enjoyable. So Triple H, I mean, thank you for, you know, giving us something to be 
proud to watch on a weekly basis, not just to watch because we do this show. So thank you for that. And uh, you're my MVP. But boys, um, social media is where you can you find us on Twitter at WrestleBuzz with Rezies, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at WrestleBuzz. You can download us anywhere where podcasts can be downloaded by just searching the Wrestling Journal podcast. You can also ask your smart speaker, hey, Alexa, play the latest episode of the Wrestling Journal podcast. We love nerd focus here at the podcast. Go to the link in our social media bio. Go drink some. You might like it. And when you do, you see how much better your life is. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> guys, episode 119. It's been a great night. In the words of Joseph Grush, take care. Stay safe. Watch sports entertainment. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Peace. Peace.